and welcome. I don't know what happened. Hold on. I guess let's just go. Fuck it. I don't know what happened to the intro, guys. I screwed up the intro, but Nick's going to take it from you. Here we are, everyone. Welcome back. Another episode of Wrestling Trash 2024. We're off to a great start, as you can see, right? But the whole point is in the year, you're supposed to grow. So from here, we're going to grow. It's going to be perfect. Flawless from here on out. Absolutely. Welcome back, everyone. Co-host Wrestling Trash, Nick Anicelli, the nonsensical podcast where we talk professional wrestling, past, present, and quite possibly the future. Like I said, I even messed up. I already said my name. You know who I am, Nick Anicelli, coming to you live, California, hoping everyone had a safe, healthy, and happy holiday season for whatever holidays you do celebrate. Um, yes, sir. You know, it's New Year. A lot of wrestling already talk about, but I don't like talking about me. Lou, how are you doing? How are your holidays? Celebrate Mama Lou. I don't know your mom's name. Celebrate Mama Lou's birthday yesterday, so happy birthday wishes to her again. Oh, shit. Appreciate that. Well, for starting off the show, let's go ahead and give myself a little dumbing. Yeah. So, you already know it's the boy Lou from the BX host of the Everything Podcast. Go host of Wrestling is Trash. (laughs) Starting off the new year right and proper, we are... Heading into this new year, we thank you guys very much for joining us on this journey of trash and wrestling and all the things in between. So continue to grow with us as we grow into this year. Uh, Happy to be here again for you guys. The first episode of the new year. We're starting out strong. We got a lot of shit to get into. So, um, yes, yesterday was we'll continue to refer to her as Mama Lou. Uh, Mama Lou's birthday was yesterday. No one knows how old she is, which is hilarious. There's, There's. you can guess, but no one has an actual date of actual birth because she technically has two birthdays, which that's something for another time to talk about. But no one knows her actual birth, her, her actual age, but we celebrated it anyway. So um, one of the many mysteries of Mama Lou. And uh, other than that, man, everything is good. Everything's wonderful. I'm still the fucking undisputed, undefeated, unchallenged, everything podcast, wrestling is trash. Yeah. We're still doing this, carrying it into 2023. It's still here, even though I'm holding it upside down. There we go. Now we're talking. Still the main champ. So uh, maybe I'll mail it to you, Nick, and you can hold on to it for this year. <laughs> we're actually the co-champions. So, But let's go. Let's get right into this crazy-ass well, show. Nick was live this week. And but wait, right. before we get into that, I'm sorry mm. to cut you off. We didn't talk about the software, but... We have to talk about one thing in 2023. What do we think of World's End? Just quick thoughts. Oh, yeah, show. man. You know, I completely, I completely about. forgot yeah, about we, that. Yeah, we didn't. It's, I think it's because we didn't have it in the note, but we had, you know, Swerve going in last second with Dustin Rhodes, Lou and I. Yeah. Really not a big fan of that. But, you know, happy for it. Didn't mind the match. But the devil. Yes. The devil, Lou. What do you so think here's of the thing, Here's the thing with the show. So... It wasn't a, and I'll say this without, and I don't think any challenge from you, definitely the worst AEW show of the year. Yes. Like, definitely. It was definitely the worst show. But with that being said, it wasn't a bad show because AEW, for me at least, and I believe for you, has yet to give me a bad show. So, um, you know, but it was definitely, for me, they capped the year end with the with their worst show i think of the year a lot of the matches that were on the show i really didn't think needed to be on the card some of the matches were way too fucking long miro and and andrade that fucking match went on forever 
Very it was long. a good, you know, good grueling match, but my god, that match was fucking long as shit. Um the the so let's just get to the 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 main thing. First of all, super fucking stoked that Samoa Joe is the AEW champion. Yes. I just fucking dude, we Everyone knows how much we love Samoa Joe on this podcast. Samoa Joe is one of the greatest fucking things ever. Wrestler, talker, promo, character guy. He's the fucking greatest. So the fact that he never got to be WWE champion is a travesty in my eyes. Because 2017 against Brock. I'll die on that. Just why didn't they pull the trigger on that? I'll never know. But and listen, ended up another opportunity at SummerSlam with a fatal four way. I thought it was that was like, all right, you don't want to be Brock. I get it. Now there's two other people. Joe can win the title. Yeah. Like even even that promo when he uh when he's in the ring with Brock and he's telling him uh uh, he's protecting you from me. There you go, exactly right there. Like after that promo, like how do you not put the belt on this guy, man? How do you not do that? But anyway, three matches. Fuck that. He has three matches with AJ Styles. Doesn't beat him once, and AJ was already champion for nine months. I was like, yo, Joe's gonna be the guy to beat him. And at that time, the Universal Title was held higher than the WWE Title. So the guy, whatever you're making, Joe the B champ, but it's still the F and WWE champion. And then like now again. He would have just he would have had such a great run there. It would have been so fucking awesome for him. But hey, one man's trash is another man's treasure. And Tony Khan has decided to make him the flagship champion of the show. I can't wait to hear his address tonight. I just watched like uh like an hour ago a two minute and twenty-three second promo that he did, I guess, after the mm-hmm. pay-per-view backstage. It was phenomenal. Um, let's some of your fucking rules. Some of your fucking rules. Fight with him, like he said. Oh wait, let me give WWE the fucking for not putting yeah. the title on Joe. Yeah, fucking come on, bro. Could you, could, wait, hold on. Before we get to, could you argue he's probably the biggest superstar fumble drop in the past ten years? I mean, I would. I. I he's up so there. He, so he did get injured a few times when he was on WWE roster. So. I can understand, you know, you know, it's a machine, bro. They want their champion there. They want their champion working. You know, they don't want to put a belt on a guy and then have to relinquish. You know, I, I understand that. So, you know, the, the timelines for me, you know, I don't really remember exactly when he got hurt and came back and when the whole thing was happening and where the championships were. So I don't want to say they fumbled him because um, on one hand, I don't want to say that. But then on the other hand, I remember that they had that man sitting in the rain wearing a poncho on commentary. And this dude is still out there giving us kick-ass matches. Like, you were wasting this guy on commentary. Remember, he came back that year and was NXT champion. Yeah. And And, and even then, he was pretty blown. Like, he wasn't in his peak physical, you know, condition at that time. So he was getting pretty sweaty, like, pretty quick. But he was still, like able to go out there and, and deliver like you know what i mean so he, he kind of addressed it in the press conference saying like he took more time than needed and concussions are different so i was kind of happy he said that yeah. but it's like the one thing i'll give them credit with him though the only thing they never really buried him though they never made him look weak right. like even well, I, w- I would say the poncho thing was pretty bad like they trotted him out there and made sure to put him on tv wearing a fucking poncho standing in that rain yeah that that was that's bad. like you didn't need to have Samoa Joe doing that, bro. Tom Tom Halifin or what? No, not Tom Halifin. He's an impact. Um, 
yeah, bro, come on. Kevin Patrick or one of these other guys, yeah, put them in a poncho, let them stand out there. But no, you're on. a tough bitch. You can stand out there in the rain. Yeah, come on, bro. Um, but but anyway, that that being the highlight of the show for me, yes, was uh pretty awesome. And then the reveal of the devil. So here's the thing, guys. I've seen a lot of vitriol, and I'm I'm talking. I'm sorry if I'm like taking up your 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 time here, but. I just want to make sure I get this out. So a lot of hate on the devil reveal. And well, why, well, why did he just like he Adam Cole just stood there and let MJF lose the title? And then like, what's the purpose of the devil thing? Bro, Adam Cole is hurt. Like Adam Cole has one leg, bro. We don't even know when he's going to be able to actually yeah. wrestle again. So there was the title kind of became a secondary thing in the feud like it wasn't about taking the title off of mjf it was about like it, it to me it seems like it's about destroying mjf's whole shit like destroying yeah. his life yeah that's what adam cole is out to do that's what this whole devil shit has been about to systematically make mjf like actually think he has a brother and a friend and then to completely destroy that like, that's the main goal of the whole thing. It's just, like, completely break MJF, which is what he set out to do is what, what I took the angle to become. And then, furthermore, who else was it going to be? The yeah. Jungle Boy? CM Punk's in WWE. It ain't CM Punk. Who else was it going to be? Adam Page? No one else made any sense. And I'm happy they went with the story. They easily could have dropped it until yeah. he came back, too. So like we said this we said this before that we thought it was this exact group. Yeah. Roddy Strong, the Kingdom and fucking Adam Cole, the Wardlow thing, okay. Makes total sense with the promos they've been cutting and everything. So it, well, it, it makes it, sense it makes to sense. this history with MJF. It makes total sense. Yeah, so. like they, they knew what they were doing. I think we just we just wanted it to finally happen. It wasn't going to be fucking Mercedes Monet. Yeah, like kind of like Shane McMahon. Yeah, like kind of like, you know, like Bray Wyatt, when he came back in 2022, everyone knew he was the White Rabbit. So it's like, all right, let's yeah. just do it already because you want to see it. Like, I compare it to that. Like, you knew it. And, like, I'm one of them. I don't think predictable is bad. Personally, that's just me. I don't think predict being predictable right. is bad. Um, I liked it. You know what I mean? Like, it was cool. Um, they're trying to play us by having MJF off the AEW roster. On yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not buying that for a second. Go fuck yourself. That. Go lying. fuck yourself. I'm not falling for that shit. They did the same thing with Wardlow. Yeah. And just like when WWE tried it with Jay Uso, I'm like, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Like, no. It, it's cool because they're committed, right? Like, I give them credit because yeah. they're committed, but MJF ain't going nowhere. Tony, we're not, we're not, we're not falling for that shit. Tony, back. I, I think he could eventually end up there, maybe later in his career, but no, he's. That's like, the thing, bro. Like, he's fine where he's at. What's he gonna do in WWE besides make a shitload of money? Because he's gonna make a shitload of money, but he'll make a shitload of money here. Yeah, and censor. Right. That's it. But what's he gonna do over there? Feud with the Miz? Yeah. Get into a feud with Seth Rollins. Who everybody who comes to WWE yeah, has to feud with Seth Rollins. Because if MJF comes over, he's obviously if he if he went over, he'd be a main event talent. Okay, you throw him in there with Roman eventually. That could Would be. Would he? Would he though? Yeah, look at MJF's height. You put him in there and you stand them up in there next to fucking Roman Reigns. What he's done and what he's done in AEW, I would like to think he would be. Yeah, I, MJF yeah. is short, though. I do forget about that. 
but that's the thing. So, that's the difference with AEW and WWE. Like WWE, for the most part, I want to say because they've kind of changed things with like Chad Gable and Gunther. You know, they kind of made that work with the height difference. But for the most part, over the years and decades, if you're a bigger guy, you know, it, you you go over pretty clean and easy, unless yeah. you know you do the rare things like the Rey Mysterio runs and the little things like that. But yeah. It is a different time, so, you know, different ownership, different everything, so, you know, you never know. But again, World's End, Good I show. thought it was a fun show, good show, but it definitely was the lower end of the AEW shows for the year. Yep. And, you know, do you think in a weird way it's a bad idea to do a pay-per-view around the holidays like that? Not not because of buys and all the bullshit like that. It's just yeah. like... Do you feel like everyone's kind of checked out in a weird way? Not like I mean, checked out like, oh, screw wrestling, but like, you know? Like, I kind of like what um, WWE did with the clip shows. Like, I wasn't expecting that. I actually tuned into Raw last week, and I was like, what the fuck, a clip show? And I turned that shit right off. I'm like, I'm not watching a clip show. Yes. Um, but it's cool that they did that because they give their, their people some time, yeah. even though they were doing live shows the whole fucking week. Yeah. But... You know, they give their people time off TV. That's very stressful, that whole, you know, thing. So I kind of like that. So, you know, it's cool that we got a pay-per-view at the end of the year. But at the same time, like, you know, you probably could have gave your people off. We didn't really need this show. But I guess we needed the show to kind of wrap that angle up. It um, seemed, it seemed like a lot of angles ended at that pay-per-view. Besides yeah. probably Adam and Christian. That's obviously probably. I will say one thing that fucking reveal when the lights came back on and Adam Cole was sitting in that chair. That shit was hard. I thought it was cool. That was hard. That shit was hard. I like that. I feel bad for uh, old Mr. Wayne, though, with that table spot. That had to hurt like a bitch. Yeah, he missed it a little bit. I think Edge kind of overshot him a little bit. I saw yet another thing people were complaining about online, but it's like the optics of it I thought were crazy fucking. The only thing I didn't like about it was like, He's sitting there spraying the table, and Nick Nick Wayne is just sitting there. Like, yeah, yeah. The, That's just, the, street, the Street Fighter birds, like he's yeah. just there. <laughs> and people overreact to that shit. Like that don't bother me, man. It's not yeah. going to be perfect every time. It's part of the performance. Like you yeah. gotta you gotta understand you're I watching a, a like, performance. And this is maybe very hyping up Edge. Edge is no like pause, no homo, whatever you want to say. Big guy, right? And uh, Nick Wayne's not a big dude. I bet yeah. you that might have just Edge overpowered. What he Edge Adam, whatever. He's Edge on this show. Like you know, just we, that. his mama name him Edge. We're gonna call him Edge. Yeah. But he threw him. Like I think he just threw him yeah. Yeah, like overestimated his own strength. I think he I think he I think he underestimated his strength. strength and the angle he was standing in. And I think he over he overestimated like how much force he had to use. Because yeah. he grabbed that kid and flung him. But man, that was that was a dope match. We all we all agree. Yeah, I had a great time. Um, Again, kind of predicted before the show. I thought it was gonna be um Luchasaurus actually winning the belt kills and then doing the thing that they were doing at the beginning, which is Christian basically walks around with it the whole time. But I like what they did. So it's you know? so is, is Luchasaurus always Luchasaurus on this show? He's not kill switch oh. Yeah, I'm not calling him Kill Switch, bro. I, I, you know, I never got that to be honest. I get it because maybe Luchasaurus comes off more babyface. Yeah, uh, I don't just see why they don't like. I don't know, bro. Uh, to me, a character like that, maybe he doesn't want to show his face. Maybe he wants to stay like you know. 
because you know luchadors for the most part they usually don't show their face yeah you know what i mean yeah. they kind of keep that shit a secret but um i didn't think he was like really like doing that shit but maybe he is maybe he just doesn't want to show his face because i always thought like when jack perry turned heel the perfect thing to do was to take that fucking mask off that guy put his hair in a ponytail put him in a nice suit and he could yeah. be diesel like yeah. he could be the Shawn michaels diesel bodyguard character and that would be change up his whole thing but maybe he just doesn't want to show his face yeah. bro which you got to respect right yeah that's um, fine that's cool yeah good show fuck Revolution right around the corner. And oh, for yeah. that, ticket oh, sales, yeah. ticket sales for that are through the roof, which Sting deserves nothing but that. Um, oh, so shit. You know what? We'll circle back to it because I'm sure that we're gonna talk about Jericho. Uh, um yeah. but the reactions to his match and the reactions from the bro. I just I, I just brought that up now because I want to make sure we go back to that. Yeah, that was um what so what's the because you might have seen more than I have as a lead. What? So we all heard what happened. Nick Hausman reported it, all that. What's the latest in that situation that you are Dude, aware of? So, again, I hate to, you know, kind of deal with, like, rumor and innuendo and, 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 and all that. Because, again, we're not there. I'm not backstage. I wasn't in the hotel room. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck happened. That's between Jericho and... Whoever it might have been, because no one's even confirming that it's Kylie Ray. Uh, it's between him and that person and God. They're the only ones who know what happened in that room. So this is the kind of timeline of what happened. Nick Houseman, during the pay-per-view, decided to tweet out a... It wasn't a direct... See, this is the problem that I have with it. It wasn't like a direct... Yo, Jericho did this shit. Yeah. But it was like, it was like innuendo. Like, it was like, he was alluding to the fact that Jericho made somebody sign. Not even Jericho. It was like a top talent made someone sign an NDA because they're a creep and some shit like that. And now, again, this is going to be butchered because I don't have the exact tweets and everything that was exactly said. But. Nick Houseman posted something alluding to the fact that Jericho made someone sign an NDA because he was being a creep. And then Kylie Ray clicked heart on that tweet. Like she just put a heart emoji on it. Yeah. Because it was like, shout out to the victims who can't say anything on their own. And she clicked heart on that part of the tweet, not on the actual other thing. Yeah. So then people lost their fucking minds and they were like, oh, Kylie Ray assaulted. Uh, Chris Jericho assaulted Kylie Ray, and da da da, and then it all spun off into its own thing, and NBA then the story chance. came out. Yeah, and then this story came out that supposedly what happened was that Chris Jericho told somebody to tell her to come to his room because there was going to be a party. So she was like, "Okay," went to Jericho's hotel room. And apparently the party was in Chris Jericho's pants because uh, there was nobody there except Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. And from there, supposedly, he propositioned her. She freaked out and she left. That's what happened. Supposedly, yeah. that's yeah. the story. And then after that, I guess maybe she complained to somebody. And then it seems like the rumor is that Tony Khan and Chris Jericho had her sign an NDA. 
they paid the rest of whatever contract she might have had and they let her go. They're like, yeah, you can go. You can go do whatever you want. You can go work for whoever, but you can't work here and you need to sign this so you don't fuck anything up. Now, people were saying that he did that because AEW was new. Chris Jericho was like the biggest star. He was a champion. So they didn't want he didn't want to like fuck up the business. So bad publicity instantly. That is the rumor. You know what I mean? Um, Jericho has yet to say anything about this. Um, I'm assuming Kylie he's Ray. TV for Kylie Ray has yet to say anything about this. Now, again, if the NDA is in place, that's probably why, because she can't. Um, but people were bringing up old tweets of hers that when she left, and she wrote this big post on Instagram saying, "No one made me leave, guys. I'm leaving. You know, I had a great time here, but you know, my career is heading in a different trajectory." Blah 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 blah. So she left very like nonchalant like there was no yeah she wasn't even talking about being unhappy she was like i'm happy everything's cool you know this is just isn't for me i'm moving on to other stuff and that was it so this guy now supposedly this houseman guy is um supposedly he's backtracking a little bit on his podcast i think this is all just like this dude is trying to get attention to his site and his this is also the same guy that Ask CM Punk the question at Brawl Out. Is he? Is, yep. it, is it him? Yep, same guy. Well, supposedly this guy's a punk fan or something. Yeah, like he's, he's, he's a Chicago native as well. So yeah, he so used he's to be like, on the Wrestling Inc. website back in the day. So that's okay. how I know of him. Yeah, because that's the stuff that I've seen and heard of. Um, and again, I don't know any of this shit to be true. All I know is that like, we really have to be... Like, I, well, first of all, if Jericho assaulted somebody, fuck Chris Jericho. Like, yeah. Off rip. Wrong. Okay. Wrong. And this isn't an indictment against Jericho. That goes for anybody. Yeah. But if that shit actually happened and he, you know, he did some, you know, borderline shit, then fuck the guy. But if, like, he asked a girl to go to his room and she went and he made a proposition and she freaked out and said, no, like, ill, you're fucking gross and old or whatever. And left, okay, that's not sexual assault. <laughs> that's like he took a shot. Maybe he did it in a fucked up way. You know, he could have like, I mean, the guy's married and shit, you know. And again, all this is alleged, but that's not assault, bro. That's like he didn't grab grab her and you know what I'm saying? Like he didn't do anything assault assaulty. So, and again, I'm saying all these things because. Whether it's true, whether it's not, whether it's he he propositioned or this and that, it's like, where's the fucking like, like how do you? There has to like, where's the 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 like once this comes out, like that's it, you're canceled. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the it's judge, jury, and executioner on Twitter, which yeah, you know, Twitter is not a fucking real place, but but still, like, that stuff happens on there, and you're already judged. So how do you discern like what's real, what's not? Like, do you sue this person now for slandering your name? Do you I, I feel like Jericho should have said something by now because he's always on Twitter saying some bullshit. You know what I mean? So why would you let that sit out there like that, especially after that pay-per-view? Bro, that was bad. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. Like, like Tony, everyone knows what's going on now. Yeah, like there's footage of Darby Allen when he came out for his oh, entrance yeah. and he looks at the ring and he's like, you piece of shit. And they're like 
supposedly saying that he was yelling that at Jericho because Jericho was standing in the ring. Now, whether that's part of story or something, yeah. but they're like on the same team. So I don't know why he would be yelling his teammate to be a piece of shit. But like, I don't know, man. Then the thing where Ricky Starks, like he got tagged in and he just gave the finger to Jericho and was like, nah, I'm not fucking wrestling with you. And he got out of the ring. Like all that shit was kind of blurring the lines of like, is this like part of the story or are these people like pissed off at this guy? Cause yeah. well, this might be something we'll never know. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, That's true. But yeah, overall good show. Good shit for AEW. Um, and we'll just see. They're gonna build from this. Like the yeah, show. But what do you what do you like before we like push off of that? What do you think about that whole thing? Like was your Well, I'm right there with you. If he did it your feelings on that shit. If he did it, obviously he's a piece of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean that's no, no. a given. Yeah, no, it's um because Tony was asked about it in the press conference. Oh, that's another thing. Oh my god. And like I said, I'm that guy, and this isn't hate. Because I like how Tony, when he does these press conferences, I like how, even though people roast him from time to time, I like when Tony's like a goof and does goofy things. Because it's like, yo, it shows you're a human and a fan, right? But And I thought it was hysterical what he was wearing up to that. Like, yo, hey, yo, owner of the company doing shit like this. Like, yo, that's funny. You know what I mean? Dudes have... But I definitely found it odd when he got asked that he kept that shit up. Yeah. Like, in it's my not- opinion, But... So it's like, and because he was getting a lot of backlash from it. Like, I felt if he didn't have yeah. that on, not saying the situation would have been squashed, but I was like, yeah, but I really don't know what to say because, like I said, like Dan said to our boy Dan, like, we live in a world where you now it sucks, you get canceled, and then even if you're innocent of everything, like, you're still done. Yeah. And, it's like you'd like to think Jericho wouldn't – because you've heard stories of Jericho in the past, like cheating and hooking up with – like that. that's old shit. Everyone knows that. Right. So you wouldn't hope like someone like him would do that. So I obviously hope all of this is like a lie, you know what I mean, or fabricated to some degree, kind of like what you're saying. But I guess I really don't know how to take it because it's, nothing's been true. But like the in-ring right. shit, like that was awkward. The chants were awkward. And it's like – like I said, obviously, if it's true, he's a piece of shit, but he's one of the greatest of all time. So I hope, like, he didn't do something like this to fuck up his whole legacy. Yeah, and it's like, it's weird because, again, I'm not I'm not a Jericho stan. I'm not like, I don't have Chris Jericho merch and all that oh, shit. So he's you know, like I, one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, I agree that he's one of the fucking greatest of all time. He's been doing, he's like 55 years old. He's still doing this at a high level. Yep. So, of course, his, his career and all that is just not – I have no problems with him or anything like that. But, again, I'm not, like, you know, the biggest Jericho guy. But it's like, dude, you – I don't know, bro. It's, it's it's hard because there's no actual – there's no actual allegation. Yeah, well, you know there's I mean? no facts. There's nothing. It's just it's like it's, it's Twitter shit. But it's taken over. I'm on Twitter so much that for me, it's like news because I keep fucking seeing it everywhere. It's like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. So it's like kind of hard to comment on it. But it's just um, it's a very insane rumor at this time. Yeah, it's really. And um, so I'm not like going to sit here and cape for him and shit. It's just no. I just think it's unfair 
that that's the point I was trying to get to. Like, I think it's a little unfair that some dude could just tweet some shit like that and continue to because he's like continuing to like do that shit. Oh, and, yeah. He was tweeting during the scrum. Like, why isn't someone asking Tony the question? Yeah. And it's like you're, you're trying to take attention away from like the like you literally did that shit when the show started and you did it throughout the whole entire show in the scrum. And it's like because let's be honest, it took away. A lot of talk from the pay-per-view, even at the end, right? Yeah. As good as the show it was. Yeah, because you had people fucking reporters like having to ask this question because of what's happening on Twitter. Like, yeah, so it's like at the same time, it's like, what the fuck? I don't know. But the I hat, but the hat and the glasses thing, like it's it's like on one side, it's like, yeah, when they started asking the serious questions, maybe you should have been like, Oh shit, you know what? Let me take this off real quick and let me answer this question. But he's <laughs> He's just wearing that ridiculous hat. Yeah, and I'm not ridiculous saying, glasses. I'm not and it's saying like, I don't I don't like it as a hater aspect. I'm saying I don't like it because everyone's saying the shit that you know what people are gonna think. That yeah. you're not taking this serious yeah. and all that. And it's more like a damn Tony, you should have known to take that off. But it's just funny that like people pay more attention to what he was wearing than like what he actually said, and which he is like it fine. Which he's like, yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and answer alleged questions on a Twitter post from a, a like. I'm not gonna answer any of that shit, and I wouldn't either. Like, I'm not gonna be like, no, Chris Jericho has never been investigated. No, bro, we're not doing that. We're not. Yeah. I'm not making one of my guys or my employee like to look like he's been investigated or not like, been. Yeah, you're, bringing you're bringing more attention to something that might not even be true. Yeah, like no, that's that Twitter post i'm not responding to a random yeah twitter post allegation no, I'm not I, gonna do that. I think he handled it in the right way i'm not gonna do it i don't know i guess we'll see i'm assuming jericho won't be on tv for a little bit at least I'm oh tonight's see. episode of dynamite is gonna be very odd because there's like no none of the it's like the it's almost like a a, re, a rebirth because it's a bunch of uh young guys on the show there's no yeah, Jericho, there's looking, no Omega, there's no Bucks. Yeah, I was looking at uh, Tony's tweet and like, I'm going to watch it because I watch Dynamite every week. It's a weird episode. I'm not as hyped as most. Yeah, this, we're know. starting the, We're starting all the angles for the year. So yeah, I like episodes like this because it kind of pushes the step up of everything, you yeah. know? And you got Daniel Garcia on the show. So, but let's hit, do you want to hit the news items and then the day one yeah. after? And then yeah. we'll do day one last because I feel yeah, it's a big topic. All right. So first we got, I'll let you share this one. The first one we have in there since you're the one who posted that. This one is just sad. So yeah. Kota Ibushi had a match the other night um, for Noah. And it was like a 35-minute match. And it was, I watched about, because I watched it in piece, I watched pieces of it. So I watched maybe about 15 minutes worth of the match because these people, they do not fuck around when it comes to their content, bro. If you could literally be watching a video and that shit will stop because they ripped it off the fucking, they <laughs> pulled that shit down off of Twitter. Um, so I had to watch it like in pieces, yeah. but it was terrible. Like he couldn't even walk. Like he couldn't yeah. walk. He couldn't do anything. He couldn't put any weight on that side. He couldn't. And, and mind you, Koto Ibushi is not the Koto Ibushi of old. Now, again, we're not the biggest New Japan guys or, you know, you know what I mean? But, we but we've seen him have matches. Like, we've seen him have match matches. And 
he hasn't been that guy in a long time. Guys are getting older, bro. Their bodies have been taking a lot of abuse. So, you know, you add that in on top of the fact that apparently this guy had a fucking broken ankle. And they made him go out there and work 35-minute fucking match with a broken ankle. Now, whether they made him or he was just like, no, I'm going out there is Great. up in the air. But if you're running a professional organization and you have medical staff, there's no fucking way that you should allow one of your performers to go out there and do that to himself. Like, yeah, broken in any way. In any way. Yeah. Well, he, he literally collapses after the match. Because he couldn't, he just couldn't take it anymore. Thoughts and prayers. Hope he recovers soon. Because that's shitty. Fucking terrible. That's terrible. Um, next, we got two. Well, our two next items have to do with two women having a very eventful 2022 by exiting WWE. So there's a rumor. So Mercedes Monet, probably the hottest free agent on the market. Right, you can definitely in the women's division every capacity. All of a sudden, there's these rumors she's going to WWE again. Has these talks? Apparently, a number wasn't met. Some uh, that's what I'm assuming. If talks hmm. stop, the number wasn't met. Tony Khan said during the press conference that he's going to be heavily involved in the free agent market. And now it's rumored that Mercedes Monet is expected to land in AEW. Like, could be on tonight's show. People are saying. Um, I don't know the match card that well. Is there somewhere where she could fall in? Knowing um, Tony, I so don't know. Mariah Mace wrestling Queen Aminata tonight. Yeah. So I don't know if they would do it then. Because maybe Tony um, would get involved. And yeah, maybe Tony will show up or something. And then you can have that kind of play out. But I, um, I, and I, I'm a sucker for the not announcement surprise. But this is a time where I wouldn't mind that Tony Khan has an, a major announcement and announces it. Like this yeah. is the time I'm cool with. But that. like, and then the, but the thing is too, like you got to like, build. Like, like, don't get me wrong. I want to see Mercedes Monet and I want to see her wrestling. Period. Like I don't care where she yeah, goes. wherever she is. If she shows back on WWE, great. I'm gonna be able to see her wrestle. Fucking all these wonderful women that they have over there. She shows up in AEW, great. I'm gonna be able to see her do the same thing over here. <laughs> but like Mariah May is she's not like some valet or some like B tier. Like Mariah May is the shit. Oh, yeah. You know me. Like, and I know you know that. I am unfamiliar with her game, so I did my research. She's the shit. Oh, so I would feel a way if like they have her go out there and have a match and then you bring this freaking gargantuan woman out who's like, Super over, super popular. Everyone knows who he is. It kind of like takes the rub off of Mariah May. Like, I, we should see Mariah May come out tonight, have a dominating match, and be good. And further along the story with Tony Storm, like that's what they should be doing. But yeah, so, yeah Tony, you got to do something different with that. And what I mean is, like, I'm cool with making an announcement. Tony Khan has an announcement of a major signing. Like, make it obvious, like he did with Punk. Like. Sometimes yeah. it's the odd. Like we said, predictability is great, and we don't really give a fuck about it, but that's what's going to help you with ratings. You know? Just regardless, it seems within the next month, I'd say by the end of February, she's going to be somewhere. It could be as soon as tonight. I don't know. We know but she's going to be somewhere soon, and I'm very excited to see her back on television. Wouldn't you, like, save her for a revolution? Yeah, like, I don't... 
I hate to be that guy because we don't like talking ratings, but it's obvious. We hear it all the time. Their ratings aren't as good as... I don't know. I feel you need... Yeah, like on a big stage, like... I'm, this is one, if you have to hold off to make it bigger, I think you should. Because I feel like... Let's say let's say Tony signed her. And his 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 idea is to debut her tonight. Okay. Have you seen anything that's hyping up some kind of big thing happening on Dynamite? No, you're seeing the match card play out. You haven't seen Tony say anything about a major signing. We have a, or we have an announcement or or you know any of the, the Tony Khan isms that you could possibly see Tony Khan addresses his enemies tonight. Hell there's yeah. no, there's nothing. There hasn't been anything. So it's like you're gonna just have your show, and then Tony Storm comes out, does some shit, and then you debut Sasha fucking Banks or Mercedes Monet like that with no fanfare, with no warning to get people to actually try to tune in and watch. That's weird. She's a bigger star than that. Like there are no, certain... you need to put the. You don't have to say we have her here, but Gonyo, at least on Twitter, go tonight. Tonight, tonight, you gotta fuck. Tonight's gonna be like something. And you need a big crowd. Like Revolution's good. I saw the other because that Wrestle Tips page always pops up. They got like thirteen thousand tickets sold for Revolution. Oh man, yeah, it's, it's basically sold out. And you know that's gonna get. And I don't care what anyone says. That's gonna do great on buys because it's Sting. It's Sting's last match. People, casuals are gonna watch Sting's last match. So this is a. I think you wait till then personally. If she shows up tonight, am I gonna be excited? Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think she warrants a big stage like that. And I, I just think it works yeah. out. If you are at Revolution at a pay-per-view, even if you give it away, like, yo, this is going to – like, see how we did with Will Ospreay announcing a signing at Revolution? Yeah. Well, at Full Gear, if you go that route and then, cool, now you can build her up for full uh, for a double or nothing. And that yeah, helps. The thing, is, the thing is, two Revolutions in March, bro. Like, Isn't it the first week of March, though? It's two months away. Do you want to wait that long? I think so. I mean, I think, and the thing is, like, I think you can. And you here's have so why. many women on your roster, and, and it gives you why. time to build Mariah May up, too. And here's why I would do it if I'm Tony. Because we all know Tony Khan's petty. And I like a little pettiness every once in a while. If she doesn't show up before the Rumble, everyone's going to think she's in the Rumble. Yeah. Why not low-key piss off WWE fans by not debuting her till after the Rumble and having hope. It sounds True. petty, but yo, tell me that's yeah. not, not, like, you know what I mean? That's yeah, something if I Rumble, If the Rumble comes up and there's no, like, news about it, you're going to think that she's coming and out. Especially how they did with CM Punk. Everyone's like, yo, Punk's not coming, Punk's not coming, Punk's not coming. He showed up. Everyone's already tweeting it already. Like, yo, yeah, yeah. same with CM Punk, same with CM. And then, so if I'm Tony... That's what I would do personally. Because I like, you know, I, I think it's fun being petty every once in a while. Yeah. So, because if you do that, because I'm telling you, because us included, we will talk when we do our Rumble pre-show. Even though we're having this conversation now, we will still sit here and be like, well, does she show up? Yeah. But there are going to be some people that are severely butthurt if she doesn't show up. So right. it's like, why not? I don't know. I feel you have that card in your advantage. Why not do it? Yeah, That's definitely. just me. That's just me personally. No, I mean that makes total sense. Like, definitely, you want to make splashes this year. Like, that's what you want to do. Like, Tony Khan has a lot of, he's got a lot of work to do, man. He can, so like we were saying, especially like tonight. Tonight, there's no quote unquote 
big i don't want to say big stars because swerve strickland is on the fucking show like you, you have stars on the show yeah but like you don't have your kenny omegas young bucks page you know you don't have these people there this, the mainstays jericho apparently is not on the show you know so you're going with your young cats now what you can do is refocus your show and now start giving the women a little more love, bro. Maybe get a couple women main events. Like, I know Serena Deeb is back. Serena Deeb had that fucking great video package during World's End. I was super stoked to see that. I love Serena Deeb. So maybe you can now, hey, maybe we can actually have more than one woman's match on the show. Let's have maybe two or a women's Texas Tornado or tag matches. It's always in the same spot, too, at the 930. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like... Give them a little more love because it's not going to take away anything from the guys. Like Everybody comes to see the, the, the big meaty men. You know what I'm saying? Everybody comes to see that shit. But you got <laughs> all this talent on your roster with the women. Like, Start building that shit up a little more, bro. And then yeah. lean towards where you debut this big name, whether it's Deanna Parazzo, whether it's Mercedes Monet, or even Trinity. Trinity's rumored to go back, which is our next yes. news story. Yeah. She's rumored to go back to WWE, but hey, maybe she wants to go to fucking AEW, man. Who knows? She's not locked down to anything. Maybe he makes her an offer that she likes. You never know. So yeah. start building up your division that way. And I guess we can kind of transition into that there. But yeah. um, So me, I guess I'll end this, the Mercedes thing on. If she shows up tonight, I mark out. I'm excited. Yeah. But I hope, I hope it's not to laugh to the Rumble for like the funny, petty reasons. Right. Um, but yeah, so I guess next it's being reported – that Trinity is pretty much a lock to go back to WWE. There's, well, let me read the thing appropriately. Sources within WWE and Impact tell Fightful Select they expect Trinity, Fatu, a.k.a. Naomi, to report to WWE, bearing unforeseen circumstances. WWE has had major interest in bringing her back. I think we've said this from day one when all this Sasha Banks and Naomi stuff went down, was that Naomi will go back. Like She's the bloodline. She's in the bloodline. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it yeah. wasn't like me. And I, I think the same things with Mercedes, but I would argue more Naomi was, if not, if, when. Um, So I think it's cool if she comes back. I just, this is another thing, though, man. And it's like, this is where I work. I think Trinity has done great in Impact, right? Like, I've watched everything she's done there, so I like it. But on the women's side, they have so much star power, like, they have 40 women right now on their roster. But like we're sitting here, right? Last week we were talking, or the week before, we were talking Mania. So as of right now, you need big matches for Becky, Rhea. Who else did we say? Bianca. Damage control, whether that's EO as a single or damage control there. Right. Then it's like if you bring her back at the Rumble, like you need something for Mania for her. Bailey, so it's like Jade. Where so I'm assuming Jade's showing up at the Rumble. That's Jade's just, still waiting in the shadows. To, I'm, I'm, yeah, so it's like I wonder what they do with her. And now they have interest in Camille Brickhouse. Like, the fuck are you gonna do with all these women, bro? Do you see her going to NXT? Hell no, no you fucking way. So? She's way too talented. And again, I hate to say that because. I don't mean I didn't mean she's too talented to be in NXT because that's the wrong thing to say. NXT is for developmental talent. Camille Brickhouse was a champion for like six hundred fucking days. Yeah, bro. the only reason I say that though is because of her name. 
Like she's probably not as popular to a lot of the WWE. Yeah, but that shit still don't matter. Like they they don't well, they don't these NXT girls come up and no one knows who the fuck they are. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Uh, was on Raw this week and uh, see people didn't really seem to know who the fuck she was when she came out. Yeah. Uh, what was her name? I don't even remember her name. The girl Ivy who wrestled fucking Rhea, Ivy Nile. Which I like her. Hard. That was a decent match, but yeah. Yeah, I like her, but they didn't exactly react when she came uh, out, and she's been yeah. in NXT forever. Yeah, no, she uh, she got the crowd hyped. I think after she hit that German on her on the on the outside, which we'll get into yeah. my my take from the show. But yeah, but um, no, I think it's cool. If she goes back, I think it's cool. Like, let her be with her husband. Right. Would you? Is it too late? For her to be inserted in the bloodline? Yeah, I don't see the purpose. Now, I don't think there is. Like, I could see if they do it. But. Yeah. Because there's the thing. Do you bring her back in a weird way as a heel? They have, like, no women heels. Besides, like, if you really think yeah. about it, besides damage control and Naya, they don't have any real heels. Like, you can't say Rhea's probably listed as a heel, but she's not a heel. Everyone loves her. Everybody loves her. <laughs> Everybody so, loves her, bro. Even though she does shisty shit, everybody loves Rhea Ripley. Yeah. So, but it's like, so I wouldn't be opposed to her coming back as a heel. Yeah, that'd be cool. I just don't. The thing is, like with Trinity, like I don't. Has she ever been a heel? What is she gonna? I don't think so. I don't think she has. Maybe well, when I she guess, was like um, when they did bad. Bad, yeah, but that maybe didn't last. Thing, but maybe. Um, the thing with Trinity is like I worry about her because. What are they gonna throw her into the main event? She's gonna be the champion. Do you really think she's gonna be WWE Women's Champion over there right now? Not right now. No. Like, but it's okay. So when? Like, yeah. That's another thing. It's like when with with these people who are like leaving to come over. Like, perfect example, Andrade. What the fuck is Andrade gonna do in WWE? Tell me yeah. what he's gonna do. Is he gonna be US Champion? Maybe. No, is he gonna be? Gonna is he gonna take it off Gunther? He's not gonna take it off Gunther. Is he gonna be Roman Reigns? He ain't be Roman Reigns. He be Seth Rollins. I mean, maybe, but I don't think so. That doesn't seem to be the storyline going right now. It looks like CM Punk is gonna be wrestling for and that L- title. L.A. Knight's had to beat Logan Paul. And you got L.A. Knight still in the mix. Like, so what's Andrade gonna do, bro? What's he doing there? Yeah, why? It's like, cool. It's like cool. You want to see new things? Like, oh, he's coming back. It's cool, but it's like. I think, a prob- I think a problem in this situation that I'm seeing and we're going to see is when now we're at the, the contract years for AEW at least. Obviously, WWE's always at contract years because they've just been around long. But AEW is at the point now where contracts are running out. And on both sides, they're quick to bring people in. Like you notice when people got fired from WWE, 90 days later, there were no shit on Dynamite. Yeah. Like Andrade, he's a free agent. I get it because you want the splash of instantly, but it's like, like, what if you held off on Andrade to the SmackDown after WrestleMania and he attacks LA Knight for the title? Yeah. And I like, don't think that would hurt him. And the thing is, Triple H, it doesn't seem to be, I could be wrong, into the multi. Like, like Gunther is fighting Brock, I'm assuming, at Mania. Or if not, someone who's built up. LA Knight and Logan Paul is going to be a one-on-one. So it's like. I want to see that, bro. I want to see Gunther versus Brock Lesnar, bro. I want to see that. Same. I want to. I want to see that, bro. They need like, to make I, that match happen. I hate because obviously we're big fans of Trinity. We think she's insanely talented, but I think this is a predicament which I don't hate on it at all. If anything, I like it. She's going back because of family and money. 
which nothing wrong with that. Ain't a damn thing wrong with that. Oh, she went out. She proved herself. She can be a main event woman star for a long time in a good company. It's not like yeah. TNA and Impact ain't shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like good for her. And it's just, you know what it is? We have all these people we like. And you just, not everyone can be there. It sucks. Yeah. It's like, like, do you see the stat? Like Malachi Black went all of 2023 without a single. Without player. one single. And that's one of my favorites. But it's like, it, that's part of the business, though. Like, not everyone's going to be like, there's probably someone you love right now that is not being used. Yeah, just, there's just there's so many hours that I know people a lot of people are like, oh, AEW has fucking three shows and they don't know. Bro, there's only so many hours, so much time, so many storylines, so many belts. Like, there's only so much you can do with what you have, bro. And I think he's kind of doing a commendable kind of doing a what a backhanded compliment. Like, I feel like Tony's doing a you know a decent job of getting us the people like you know, you go to these shows, you see people like Orange Cassidy. You might be sick of Orange Cassidy, but when that motherfucker's music hits, people go nuts. Yeah. When Willow Nightingale's music hits, people go nuts. That's why you constantly see these same people, because these are the people that the fucking crowd never gets tired of. So it's kind of hard. Yeah. You, 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 you know, it's some people, not everyone's going to be a champion, bro. No, and it's not like, I guess you can bring it into Roman in a way. It's like, we're all like us. We're sick of the Roman reign now just because he's not on TV as much, right? I think if maybe he was on TV like he was like for the, I would say a good 75% of his reign, he was on TV for a lot of it. Now it's like ridiculous. Yeah. Like, come on. It's funny to say, but The Rock's been on TV more in 2024 than Roman Reigns, even though Roman's advertised for Friday. And it's and it's funny that they have to make a special announcement whenever Roman Reigns is actually yeah, going to be on the like, fucking show. But it's like, he still draws insane numbers and brings in insane money as champ without ever being there. So, but it's just like, you know? It is what it is, bro. And He's... it sucks because as fans, you want to see, like, more. Like, I would love if Ricochet was on TV every week doing cool shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Or, like, just whoever. You can name so many people. But um, happy for her. I think that's all we really got to say there. But um, Yeah. I I'm glad I just worry about her positioning on the show, but... Again, I think she's her going back has a lot to do with her husband and family, yeah. and you know she's gonna get paid properly. So, yep. you know, but I guess we can get into day one of literally 2024. So I'm mm. gonna tell my story on this quick. So I was texting Lou about like, ah, do I go? Do I not go? Like for a while, but they were building up this show. Now, mind you, the the, see, the one thing that benefits me here is just luckily WWE and AEW does it, but. Active duty military gets free tickets. You just show your ID, you get in, right? But next month in February, Derek Raw's coming like 45 minutes away. And now when I really wanted to go to, because looking at the calendar, it's the go-home show before Elimination Chamber. So as a fan, I'm hoping CM Punk's going to be there because I want to see him again, right? I saw one. I got to see him in AEW. Now I want to see him here. He was not advertised for this show. So I'm like, All right, I'm probably not going to go. Like, I just went recently, no reason to go. Then they advertised the World Heavyweight title match. And I'm like, ah, like, ah, okay. And like, I'm thinking maybe Drew wins. Maybe there's a cash in. Neither one of those happened. We'll probably speak of that. But anyway, then you hear like, honestly, I saw the report that Andrade was going to show up imminently. Yeah. So I was like, that would be dope to see Andrade debut again, return. Like, I think that'd be really cool to see live. So then that's dangling me. 
Then you hear the former WWE champion thing. I'm like, fuck. Some people were posting pictures of Braun Strowman. I was like, oh my God. And then that's what sold me on it. Because I'm like, yo, if Triple H is tweeting up, the Triple H tweet is actually what sold me. So I'm like, okay, if he's tweeting this, someone's coming. So I'm thinking like, yo, who could it be? It has to be like The Rock, Stone Cold, even like an Undertaker. And I'm like, yo, someone who I would, and that's what sold me on it. And man, I got to see one of my, literally my all-time favorite, The Rock. Um, I thought it was a great Raw. Like I said, I'm biased. I'm always going to be biased at a show I'm at, right? Always going to be biased. But man, when Jinder came out, I like Jinder. We said this, I think we, yeah, this was off it, right? We talked about Jinder. Yeah. I like Jinder. I like his theme music when he was champion. Loved his entrance. But once he kept talking and talking, I'm like, all right, like Rock, I, I instantly knew by then Rock or Stone Cold's coming out. Especially talking, honestly, when he kept saying USA, USA, I was actually thinking it was going to be more Stone Cold. Because between yeah. the two in a weird way, as odd as it sounds, Stone Cold comes off as the more maybe patriotic like character. Fucking, fucking Hacksaw Jim Duggan comes out. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, some shit like that. And then, man, when The Rock's music hit, I fucking lost it. And then, no, he, it, I, I'll admit, I loved it because I was there live, but that was a long segment, very long segment. Of course, they went over. I think The Rock always goes over his segments. But anyway, I marked out, got to record some videos, got to see him hit the people's elbow. But he hit that line. And man, like I said to you offline, when he said, sit at the head of the table, that pop, that was easily the loudest pop ever I've heard, like during a show. Like his music, that was. I'll say that was the second loudest pop I ever heard. Still to say the loudest pop, and I think Rob might be able to agree, was when we were at WrestleMania and Kofi won the title. Oh, that, shit. Was that place went fucking nuts. Yeah. In an arena arena, I think that that takes the cake. The Rock's music hitting. But, man, that was crazy. And I, if I would have not gone to that show, I would Oh, man, you would have been so fucking, oh, my God. And then Lou was the one who told me CM Punk was backstage. I'm like, no way he's going to show up. And then yeah. and then they showed his return next week thing. And I was like, ah, okay, okay. But anyway, so I thought it was awesome. Like I said, I'm, oh, I'm biased. So I really don't want to give my take. I've been dying to see Rock and Roman because Rock's my all-time favorite. I can, can't. But you, Lou, we've taught, I felt a year ago at this time we were talking to Rock because we're in Rumble season. Just what was your thoughts? on the promo and what do you think is going to happen from here? Yeah, I, um, so Jinder came out and I thought it was hilarious that, uh, how the crowd, like literally they had the camera on the crowd and they started playing Jinder's music and you literally see people go, Oh, like they literally were like, Oh, really? Someone near us said, who's this? Huh? Someone near us said, who's this? Wow. Um, yeah, it, literally, they were deflated or whatever. And I thought it was funny because obviously, you if you watch wrestling, you know what's happening here. You know somebody's yeah. coming out. You um, yeah, I mean, come on, bro. But uh, they gave him time. They let him go out there and do his anti-America shit, which I don't know if that's the proper thing to be doing in 2024 anymore. I don't know if we need to be doing anti-America shit still. Like, it's not 1985, bro. Um, but whatever. But man, when that fucking when his music hit, that shit, I can't imagine how that shit was in the building because that shit was incomprehensible here at my house. Insane, like, dude! I jumped out of my seat, and I knew. It was the, 
Did you see the Samantha Irvin when she when she reacted to the to the pop when the music hit? Let me see. So my girl had an like we were anticipating someone's coming and she recorded my reaction. I didn't oh, know she was recording. Shit, no way. So I don't know. Let's see. I don't know if this is too bright or not. Uh I don't know how to do this without the screen. But anyway, uh, let me try fucking around the okay, you kind of see. Alright. Oh fuck, it did it again. <laughs> Oh shit, that's hilarious, bro. <laughs> I'm not just oh, that's hilarious. Oh, that should you should go viral on that, bro. Yeah, and then um I should tweet that actually after. I'm gonna. Um oh, yeah. but anyway, yeah, but we said this off air. Sorry, I, I want you to keep going, but we have to give Jinder Mahal props. I thought he did great out there. With the rock and without the rock. I think he deserves a little like pat on the back. Here's something. Sorry, continue though. Yeah, man, he the, the modern day Maharaja, bro. I enjoyed that title ring. I don't care what anybody says. Wow. I know it was done for a purpose. Whatever. Don't um, hinder gender. Yeah, that fucking time, that theme music, bro. The tiger shit in the background when he came out with that belt, bro. Yeah, that shit was dope. Um, the the so he came in there. I thought everything was great. Like. Sometimes The Rock is a little, you see, like he's a little rusty sometimes with the one liners and all that kind of shit, but he was pretty sharp. He was back on his game. You know, he got the crowd chanting all this silly shit, and uh, it was funny. It wasn't corny. Like, day you know, one, what I, mean? right there. I was day one, not douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> day one douchebag. So, like, you know, it was funny. It was going. He was doing his thing. I was enjoying it. Um, and at the end, I have to admit, I was a little confused as to where they were going. Like, we were talking about it off air. I thought he was going to get into, like, a pie. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, where should I sit? Where I'm kind of hungry. And I'm like, okay, here we go with the fucking the Poontang pie thing. Um, and then when he said, should I sit at the head of the table? It was like, I was like, yes, dude, finally. Like, can we? It was kind of a weird way to go about that. But. Um, cause in my mind, I had like the perfect scenario already, like for years and years and years for this thing to happen. Um, I just think the elders should have came out. Remember when the elders came out and they gave Roman yeah. the, yep. the lay, the red lay or whatever, they should have come out when Roman, whatever, whatever pay-per-view he retains in some weird way. Um, but I thought the elder should have come out and then the rock should have come out. That would have been like a explosion of fucking pop and all kind of shit but it's it because the thing is when he came out what was it like a couple months ago in september yeah because him and mcafee were in town for games yeah they came out they did that whole weird thing it was it was it was okay it wasn't as good as this one but i was just like damn you bring the rock back and you do that you know what i mean like you would think that when they bring him back, it's gonna be to get involved with the bloodline stuff. But seeing this angle play out, it was I, I had no problem. It was great. And then at the end, the way he alluded to the bloodline thing was just, dude. I know you were there, so I had to tell you. But that came off really well on TV. Yeah, he. Like everybody saying "ooh," it came off really good. I just think <clears throat> from fans at home in attendance, I think it's because you kept hearing. We've been hearing The Rock and Roman even before the bloodline was a thing, like in 2019. And Rock always said, if I ever came back, it would be to fight Roman. Like it's been known 
And I think that was the solidif- like the like, yo, it's happening. Like it is happening. Yeah. And um I so I'm gonna ask you that question I wanted to ask you off there in mm-hmm. a second. But I'm trying to where I say like I think we're both in agreement it's gonna happen at chamber, right? I believe so. I think that's the best thing to do. I think so, just because like we said, we saw reports, it's like sixty thousand people can fit there. Like that's big, that's massive. Do they try to break the do they try to break the all in number? I don't think that stadium can break it. Oh, it's not big enough. Okay. Yeah, big enough. Um, but that's obviously gonna drive sales. And I think that's what Triple H's announcement's gonna be. Because here's the thing. I'm I think I hate doing this, but I try to think from a business standpoint. Like I said off air, if they do this at Mania, us hardcore fans don't want that. Because we want Cody to finish his story. You want the full-timer guy in there. And why we say it should be a chamber lines Cody up even better. But it's like, I hate saying it, but it's like, I get it if it's at me. Like, I hate it, but I get it. Like, I hate it. Hate it. I can't when, is this, when is this announcement supposed to happen? On Friday? Tomorrow at 8 o'clock. I think it's on Peacock. He's having, like, a big thing. Like, Punk's going to be there. Superstar. Oh, they're having, like, a thing? Oh, yeah. It's like a thing. Oh shit! I thought I it was just gonna be like on SmackDown or something. Oh no, I don't know if it's on. It's either on YouTube or Peacock. I'm not sure. Oh, it's gonna me. be there. Or where, I don't huge. know where it's from. I don't know anything. I didn't even know wow. it was a thing until one of my boys texted me during Raw. I was like, "Yo, I think that's what Triple H's announcement's gonna be." Wow, well, that's a big deal. Because you want to announce this sooner than later for tickets for our yeah. show. I'm telling you, there are definitely some sick motherfuckers from America that will fly to Australia to see that match. I'm going to tell you something right now. If he announces that it's going to be The Rock versus Roman Reigns, that shit is going to sell out in less than 24 hours. I mean, it, if it even takes that long, that shit is going to sell out instantaneously. Because yeah. yeah. like I said, people from America will fly to go see that. Because I'm telling you, I said it to my girl on the drive home. If I had the money, luxury enough to go to it, I would. Like, I oh, would at heart. It's because this is hands down The Rock's last match. Like, no yeah. if ands, or buts. You know what I mean? Like, maybe a stupid, remember like that WrestleMania thing he did with Eric Rowan? Yeah. You might get something like that, but you, like a no shit 20 minute match, 30 minute match. This is it. I'll tell you but, one thing. <laughs> If The Rock's going to have a match with Roman Reigns, that motherfucker better eat his Wheaties and start getting on that goddamn treadmill and put the weights down for a, a couple weeks because he looked, he looked gassed. You know, build up that cardio, son. Because He was breathing heavy. That fucking people's elbow is shit, dude. You were fucking... <laughs> you, you already, I'm telling you right now, that match is going to go just like the Cena one. It's going to start off with the test of strength. He, one's going to throw him, then Rock's going to throw Roman. I think that match, I think, is going to be more of a story, I think, obviously. but So we're both agreeants. I'll speak on both of us, but please throw in your two cents. It makes sense for Chamber because, one, it boosts ticket sales like for the business reasons. But for storyline, it makes sense because then he loses. And then Cody's the guy that beats the tribal chief, the guy who beat the Rock, this insane ring. Like, that makes Cody next level and i'd like to think this is where i'd like to think i've got more faith in a triple h booking than a vince booking because vince would do mania 
I don't think anyone would debate that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his baby I think Triple H has more of the backbone to be like, hey, Rock, like, no, this is where this is happening because we have a show we do 360. And you know what? I think that's why he's doing this announcement thing. That's why. To just make it seem like that big of a deal. Like, I needed to make a whole show to tell people that we're doing this match. It's going to be in Australia, 60,000, like, that's a big enough deal where you can have that main event there. And here's the sure. thing. He, and if people are going to bitch, but Roman hasn't fought at Rumble. Like, you out of your damn mind if you thought Roman was lo- losing at Rumble regardless. Bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so people are going to throw those bitches out there. How are you promoting a match for, for next month? Obviously, that means Roman's winning at Rumble. Oh, because none, because Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and LA Knight were going to be the guy to end it at Royal Rumble. Like, no. Like, let's, call, let's be honest. But, <laughs> so... I'm I'm assuming that's my guess. I'm assuming that's what you agree. You think this is his announcement or no? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be this, that they're having Elimination Chamber. That's going to be the main event. Tickets go on sale, blah, blah, blah. There might be something else thrown in there, but I would assume that to me, that's a big enough announcement. Now, say they don't go that route, and this is the question I have for you. I'm giving you the pen. It's happening at Chamber. How would you book it between now and then? Say it's that's not Triple H's announcement. You can control the story. So, so I, I have like seven weeks. I would have at least one face to face between these two guys in the fucking ring before you announce the match. Because all the Rock said was, "Should I sit at the head of the table?" And now you're announcing that that sentence enough gets you the match. I mean, again, at the end of the day, this is the match that we've all wanted to see. You know what I mean? The Rock and Roman Reigns. It's like it writes itself. Yeah. But you're going to announce a main event based off of a sentence that this guy said at the end of his promo. Like, I, if I'm booking it, would like to see a face-to-face confrontation. They don't have to fight. They don't have to have a you know physical thing. They could be separated by... You can even have Jay show up and put his arm around the Rock and Jimmy put his arm around, you know, Roman Reigns, and you have the brothers now involved, and the whole bloodline's there, and Solo's in the middle, and Paul Heyman's freaking out. You know, you can have a pull apart. You don't have to get physical, but at least have them both in the ring and go back and forth a little bit. Explain why I'm here. Why do I want to sit at the head of the table now? You're too cocky. You're too this. You're too that. The elder sent me something. Like, have some type of interaction instead of just like, announcing the match off of him saying that so that's my only thing um that's how that's what i would do yeah um so mine is this so i truly believe this deal just came like about like i don't think they've known about this for a month or two like i think this is new so if i say i've known about this what i would have done is instead of having and this is why i think they just found this out i think if the rock was able to, because obviously this is all on his schedule for being honest. If rock was able to, I wouldn't have Roman defend the title at rumble and do rock and Jay versus Jimmy and Roman at rumble, shake the cobwebs off and stuff like that. Right. Cause then that builds the brother feud as well. But I think the way they have to do it. Cause do you have the rock show up before the rumble when rocks facing someone else? I mean, Roman, like, I feel the next obvious move would be Roman main events the Rumble with whoever he's fighting, and then The Rock confronts him at the Rumble. 
I feel that's what you have to do, even if that's just a stare down. And then those next SmackDowns up to it is that. Right? Like, I feel that's the obvious and only way you can go, though. Yeah, that's the, the only thing with me is, I mean, and again, they have time to kind of build something up where they can put Roman on the show. But, like, who is he going to wrestle? <laughs> who does he fucking, who does he wrestle right now for at Royal Rumble? He's going to wrestle I Kevin Owens again. I hope they do a fatal four-way because I don't know if you know on SmackDown it's AJ versus LA Knight versus Randy triple threat winner fights Roman Nets. So I hope. Oh, okay. oh that's I hope right, that, Randy. Duh. So I, I think, I think if you don't do a fatal four-way, it's going to be Randy. But I'm looking at the calendar. If you have The Rock show up at Rumble, they have technically they have four, four SmackDowns. If they keep this just on SmackDown, mind you, which I think they would. You have four SmackDowns to build the match. So is four SmackDowns in a fucked up way enough to do it? I think so. And then I guess you count the Rumble because of the face-to-face, so five appearances? Yeah, they can. Um, that's more than enough time to build that up, bro. Yeah. Hell yeah. They, they really only need one. I'm telling you. Because it's such a big match? Yeah. You, it, it, one SmackDown will be enough. A face-to-face with the two of them in the ring. You do a pull-apart thing. Rock explains why he's here to do this. You don't need three or four shows to do it, bro. You really don't. You could do that show with one. And I, I will be ready to watch. I hope he's gonna be involved, obviously. But I hope Roman talks during this, not Heyman. Yeah. I know Roman. No, it, needs, talk, it needs to be it needs to be Roman. Yeah. Roman talks a lot more now, like he has. Yeah. But Paul can get involved, but this needs to be mostly Roman and Rock. Cause I'm, I now I kind of hope they don't touch until Rumble. Yeah, I don't want one of those brawls or a little scatter, which I think they might to build the Rock up. The pull like, apart I'm, thing is, the, I'm fine with the pull apart thing. I think you know? they're going to make the Rock go into Chamber looking stronger than Roman. I feel that's very obvious because he's losing. I could definitely see Solo or Jimmy taking a Rock bottom. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy for sure. Jimmy's eating a rock bottom. Someone's eating up. Yeah, people. Jimmy about to get fucked up. Man. Yeah. And I think <laughs> yeah. this. I think this is how you can build Jay versus Jimmy. Because what if at the chamber the bloodline's obviously going to get involved? It's a Roman Reigns match, and Jay comes out to help the Rock during that match. I feel yeah. that's right there how you build Jay and Jimmy instantly. Yeah. yeah, because you also have to start building that up too if you're going to have them have a. I mean, I would think you want them to have a one-on-one at Mania. Yeah, I think that's. I cool. mean. They've kept them away for this long, but it's it's about that time where they start building that shit. Yeah, if they're gonna then, do that. Yeah, and then it's like, and then Cody wins the chamber. Because what else is going on at Mania? I mean, you got two shows, but you got your women's titles. You got you're gonna have something tag team related, obviously. But I don't know who the Judgment Day is really feuding with to get the tag team yeah, thing going. So they have to start building that shit up. Because you got to think they have to build the two men's title, the two women's title. The IC title, the US title, and the tag titles. So that's seven matches right there for sure. Yeah. So, but besides those seven, like you're saying, what else do you have? You have Jay and Jimmy. Maybe you got to think if Finn and Damian are doing the tag titles at Mania, you have to think Dominic has a match. Dominic, oh, and I'll say this nope, Dominic got the shit boot out of him. Oh yeah, no, yeah, that for sure. That, definitely, definitely the 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 sound thing that they were doing before—they're not doing that shit. They didn't do that shit there. This if they're still doing that, 
it wasn't this week. Oh, his mic, his mic volume level was consistently the can, same, and that motherfucker was getting booed. Can I ask before Kevin Dunn's gone? Yeah, but from my perspective, the only difference was Cole and Barrett started off the show in the ring, which I thought was kind of cool. But was anything different? Production-wise, I honestly didn't. I was trying to notice camera cuts and all that shit. I honestly, I didn't really notice if there was less camera cuts or anything like that. Yeah, so I don't know what happened, or what happened, and when happened with that. Yeah, my stupid just... ass is always complaining about camera cuts, and I was I wasn't even paying attention to it. Yeah, I was more actually like, I was more like focused on the show. To be honest with you, like as a fan, because a, a lot of times I'm watching the show and I'm watching it like I'm picking apart like producer shit and booking shit but i actually literally watched raw this week like i think it's because you were there and i was like bro nick is there he's fucking probably having a great time so i was just watching the show like as a fan so i actually really enjoyed it so yeah. i wasn't really looking looking for any like i gotchas you know what i mean and i think that's which i'm gonna ask you a question but that's one of my goals of this year in wrestling is to watch more as a fan instead of trying to be like a smart ass i'd like to say. yeah um but besides that, what did you think? What did you think of? Uh, I'm just kind of quick thoughts, I guess, because shit, dynamite starts in 20 minutes. Yeah, I just want to talk about the ending of that show. Yeah. So, <laughs> why? Okay, so again, I saw a rumor on Twitter where some guy was taking pictures of purple confetti falling out of the the steel guardrail that's on top of the ring, mm-hmm. and he sent it to Sean Ross. So it was like, yo, I'm seeing purple confetti leak out of this thing. Looks like we might be seeing a title change. So in my mind, I thought we were getting a Damian Priest cash in and he was going to win the title. Okay. Then we're watching the match. I sent you all that information. Then I'm watching the fucking show. Here comes Damian Priest. I'm like, oh, my God, it's happening. Finally, they're going to cash in this thing. And then he gets claymored. He's laying outside the ring with Dominic. Drew loses. Seth Rollins laying in the ring all fucked up. They end the show with Damien looking at him all mad. I'm like, fam, why the fuck would you not run into the ring with Dominic, beat the shit out of Seth Rollins with some chairs, and then hand the briefcase to the referee like, okay, now, bitch, I'm cashing this shit out. And why wouldn't you do that? So the cool thing, I never knew this at wrestling shows. Um, but where we were sitting, we were on the hard cam side, but not like in camera. On the other end, there's a clock that says like what time it is to the second. I never knew no. they did that, which I thought no. was cool because the refs probably use it in the wrestlers group. So I kept looking at that. And when Damien came out, I'm like, yo, there's enough time to do a cash so a thing I do at like live shows, not like pay-per-views, but like Raws and SmackDowns, I hate traffic. So the last five minutes, I'll watch from like my top section area. So when it ends, yeah. I just leave. So at Cali time, 7.55, I'm standing up there. Damien comes out. And I was like, yo, it's happening. It's happening. Right? And then that, and then the match ends, right? And everyone's sitting in their seats still. Because they see what you see. Seth's dead and Damien's like up. And everyone's like still hyped because it's like, like Seth got a pop. From my understanding, from talking to the people, more people were hyped and cheering because they still thought Damien was going to do it. Yeah. 
Not because, well, Seth won, got a pop. But not, and then like two minutes went by and Seth's music just kept going. So I go to my girl, I'm like, all right, like, let's leave. Let's start walking. Because if he catches in, you're going to hear Samantha Irvine say, he's cash. So I'm like, yo, we can just run to the top of a section and watch it. Yeah. And it never happened. <clears throat> and I was thinking like, yo, okay. Because you're in a predicament, like we said. Because Priest can cash in and lose that chamber. Easy day. Thank you. Priest doesn't need to hold the bell for no. a year and a half. And it makes chamber it makes chamber that much better. It is a main title chamber. You want to take these overseas shows seriously, you need shit to happen, right? Even if you even if you put it back on Seth, I'm fine with that. Yeah, because yeah, because we all know Seth and Punk's at the name. Yeah, dude. So it's like, yo, you do that, you still have five, six weeks to build Punk and Seth. And just like Rock and Roman, I hate saying it. Because it's true, people might not like it, but Seth and Punk is right there too. Where it's it's, it's booking, it's right there in front of you. You don't need yeah, much, man. right? And then it still gives you that glimpse of who is. Because here's the other thing: I was thinking all this during the show, Rock and thing. Because then say Punk wins Rumble, Punk has beef with Rock from back yeah. in the day. So it's like fuck that. I might go after the Rock and Roman. So then it gives you that time, like. Shit, like even though we know it's gonna be punk and rounds, you can have that myth of well shit, is he gonna go after Seth? Is he or is he gonna go after maybe Roman? Does he want to be the guy to beat Roman or the rock? Yeah, right. So like it's all right there because I'm saying it right now, Damian Priest is not cashing that in because Punk's gonna the only way he wins, if the only way I'll buy is if Seth retains that mania, then Damian will cash it. Yeah, they fucked up. They fucked up. If Punk is that champion leaving WrestleMania. He's not cashing in on CM Punk. Yeah, just they just they fucked up, man, because they could have had it was day one. Like you could have had that. I mean, you had a big moment with The Rock. So, I mean, genuinely a gigantic moment. But, bro, you could have ended your show with the confetti, with this new champion holding up the belt. And then at the elimination chamber, he loses it, bro. That's fine. I would have been fine with that. You know what I mean? Going more so that. because more so because you get rid of that fucking briefcase. Because money in the bank's coming up soon. <laughs> like yes, get rid of that fucking briefcase so that we can re-up this shit. And then you had a guaranteed angle. Because here's also what I thought. Have Drew beat Seth and Damien cash in on Drew. Yeah. That storyline's halfway there too, because of war games. And then Seth uh gets his title match, or say you even do a triple threat. At Chamber, Seth wins it back, and then you have Drew and Priest in a high-level WrestleMania match. Yeah. Like, this is where I get aggravated sometimes because it's right in front of you. Right. There right. had to be a reason why they did that, but I don't know, bro. Because As of right in now, I don't mind, In my mind, going towards WrestleMania, you want... So, Cody should... In my mind, Cody should win the Rumble. And... Yeah. CM Punk should win the Money in the Bank because that Money in the Bank briefcase the last few years has been shit. Fucking Otis had the fucking Money in the Bank briefcase and then he gave it to the Miz and the bro. That briefcase has been cannon fodder for month for for years already. Like it's it's not yeah it's not been great. You give that shit to CM Punk. Now you have somebody who you're like oh shit this fucking slippery bastard. Has a championship opportunity that he could cash in anywhere. What? That is intriguing to me. So 
that's the route that I would go. But you gotta get. I like it. I just don't. I I like it. I just don't see that happening. I hate to like be like the asshole. I guess I sound like there, but I don't know. Fine. I just don't see it. I agree. They need like an up either stick because it's weird. They've been getting the women's money in the bank right. It's just the men's there. And I get it. Right now, you're having this influx of talent. The fucking rocks coming in. Yeah, because these these it. fucking these women don't waste no fucking time, bro. They get that briefcase. Oh. They cash that shit right in. I'm cashing in right like, now. Like I said, the only thing I would like there's only two things. Damien, if Seth retains at Mania. I wouldn't be opposed if they had Damien cash in like at Money in the Bank and win. Like do the no shit full year thing. Yeah. But because here's the thing. I truly I think And is there is there is there any rule? Is there any rule that says there can't be two briefcases out there? Well, because you can only have the briefcase for a year. Oh, and then you lose it after a year? Is that a thing? Is that so ever happened? They never said, but what's what's no, the what's yeah, stopping so them from having two of them? Have, right? I think you only have a year to cash it in. I think that is the thing. Hmm. Okay. Um that sounds right, but I've never seen it actually like I never even really thought about that. Like, why not have fucking why not do a year where now there's two of them? <laughs> you got two of them shits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um so I don't, I don't know. I just felt we had the answer right there, and it's just not there. I just was mad because the show was great, and then you ended it like with such a like ridiculous like. I don't want to nitpick, but it's just like, bro, why did you show? If you would have showed Damian Priest unconscious, we're like, okay, I understand, motherfucker's unconscious. But, he got but he's up. literally standing there looking angrily at 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 Seth Rollins. I'm like, bitch, get your ass in the ring and cash that shit in, bro. What you waiting on? Then. Then the last thing, so granted it was the first match of Raw on the night, so the crowd loved it. But what did you think of Nia and Becky? I oh, thought it was, was a good match. It was fun. I like the way that they built up the whole thing with the video package. I don't know if you got to yeah. see the video package yeah, 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 and yeah, hear it yep. when they played it. But it was really good. The video package was good. It built up their history with the, you know, the face punch shit and all that. Um, the match itself was good. I was surprised to see Nia and Jax just completely Dude, obliterate her like that, but Maybe they're building up a Nia Jax for a Jade Cargill. That's what I think, man. Like, so now say they, they keep building up Nia. Would you be mad? Because I know we got dynamite in like 10 minutes, so I have to end this. Um <laughs> if would you be opposed to long story short, Jade enters the rumble, Nia eliminates Jade, you get or vice versa. Say Jade eliminates Nia and you get Jade and Nia at WrestleMania. Would you I be opposed that, to that? I think that's the way you do that because you want to have. You, you don't want to. You don't want to pin Nia, but you do want to see her. Like you know, she gets eliminated. She gets pissed off. That's that kind of makes their feud. Because if she eliminates Jade, it's just kind of like, "Ha, hey, bitch! I eliminated you on your first day." Blah blah yeah. blah. And then the the face has to like kind of become a heel and go after the heel instead of the heel coming after the face for eliminating her. So I think it works better with So would you be Jade opposed to eliminating? Would you be opposed to that? 
I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it, but I'd prefer to see Jade eliminate her instead of the other way around. The only thing is, can you build Jade and Nia from Rumble to Mania? That's a long time. I could see Jade's debut being at Chamber against Nia. I don't know, man. I think that's a tall task to give Jade right away. I'm not trying to put Nia. I think the best spot for Jade Cargo is the Rumble. Yeah. The best thing for her is to debut at the Rumble and then from there they can just kind of they can they can throw her like a uh, Raquel, you know what I'm saying? They could throw Raquel at her, they could throw Piper Niven at her. Yeah. Kind of like get her, you oh, know, get her thing. moves and all that shit in play, yeah. let people see what she can do and then, you know, build towards Nia Jax. I think that's fine. That'll work for me. But all I know is 2024 is off to a great start. Wrestle Kingdom is shit. Bro, Tony Khan just tweeted. I know you probably saw it. I sent it into the chat. Tony Khan tweeted. We have a continental title eliminator match tonight. Trent Beretta versus Brian Cage versus Brian Keith versus Hijo de Vikingo. And whoever wins that is wrestling Eddie Kingston for the continental title on Saturday. You know, I have to go for our boy, Brian Keith. He's like a. Yeah, he's been he's been catching nothing but L's on this show. He's been appearing on a bunch of AEW programming, but and just losing. So, I'd like to see him win. Uh, but again, you have Vikingo in here, Brian Cage, who I like, and Trent Beretta, who like, bro, why is Trent Beretta in everything? That dude gets so many title opportunities and loses. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know. Excited for Dynamite, but Wrestle Kingdom is shit right around the corner. Bro, I don't I, I it's it's isn't it tonight or tomorrow? It's Thursday I, night. Yeah, I think it's Thursday. Yeah, because the time change is what messes me up. Let me I ain't gonna be able to do I ain't gonna be able to pull the bullshit I pulled the last last year. So I'm gonna have I'll to be, watch it later. I'm gonna have to definitely watch it later, dude. But dude, just think the first week of 2024, you got the rock coming back, allegedly challenging Roman Reigns. Then NXT was pretty good last night. Now you got this Dynamite Mercedes might debut. If not, it's just a great card to start off the year for Dynamite. Then you got this Triple H announcement, whatever it is. I've heard speculation from The Rock. I've heard tag titles, but I don't think they People do were it. saying they were having a partnership with Impact because Impact, which, which they already squashed that. Yeah, they put a that. they put a thing out earlier today. Impact put a thing out today where they're calling their pay per views now premium live events. Yeah. So people were like, "What?" Are you serious? So they thought there was some type yeah. of partnership. But, but even that, but PWI and said, so some announcement, but Punk's on that announcement show or wow. whatever it is. Um, I forgot who else was on. Hey, maybe show. they have a new show, bro. Maybe they're going to have a Saturday night wrestling show. Who knows? Oh, Jesus. Um, I can't I can't watch any more wrestling, bro. No more. 2024, one of my resolutions is, is, is less wrestling, please. Yeah, so it's on Peacock at 8, 7 Central tomorrow. And no, on the crazy. thing, it's Triple H, CM Punk, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, uh, Dragunov, and Montez Ford. Wow, bro. What the fuck? That's so I weird. I don't know what the fuck it is, but that. And then oh, you got New Year's SmackDown, New does Year's Wrestling. Does it say anything? Is it called anything? Like, is it has a title? It's just let me click, a show? Let me click is it called, this like, is, This is the Wrestling Observer's website on it. Oh, Triple okay. H can make a major announcement on WWE Preview Special 2024. That's okay. Okay. A CM Punk appearance is also set for the Peacock Show on January 4th. So we got that tomorrow. Then we got New Year's Revolution. Then we have Eddie, whoever he's fighting in this match on Saturday. So crazy. In the first week of the year. 
This but, is insanity. Yeah, we got closing time here. Thank you guys for all 2023. Keep following in 2024. Follow us on Twitter at Wrestling B Trash. We on there. I between every once in a while. But on YouTube, Wrestling is Trash. Like, comment, share, subscribe. The whole nine yards. That's all I got. I'm excited to talk wrestling with you guys all 2024. Lou. Send us home, and then let's go watch some Dynamite. Hell yeah. Lou from the BX currently trying to log into his TBS app because that shit is a trash-ass app. It constantly signs me out every fucking day. Even though I log into it every day, it signs me out. And then I have to sign back in with my phone. So yes. uh, currently doing that. But you already know Lou from the BX, host of the Everything Podcast, co-host of Wrestling is Trash. You can find us on Instagram, the Instagram, the gram of Instas at wrestling is trash from there you click the bio you click our link you'll be able to access all sorts of wrestling is trash content like our youtube link which we would very much appreciate you going and following clicking subscribe and following the show with us so again we're just getting started we got brand new championship being unveiled actually they unveiled it already the the new uh new japan title that they're david oh. david finley and moxley and osprey are going to be fighting for so Looks nice too. <laughs> shit looks dope. It's gonna be another banger match. It looks like um, I don't actually I don't even know what else is gonna be on that show. That's the only match that I know about, and that's enough for me. So I'm definitely gonna give that a watch this weekend. But ladies and gents, it is time for us to say adieu. So once again, I'm not gonna do the whole Kenny Omega. Thing. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna do that shit. So guys, thank you very much. We appreciate you and enjoy wrestling. Peace out.